Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Walls. I'm your host, Lauren Springman, and on this podcast, you will be informed, entertained, and educated on everything in the real estate industry. I would like to introduce our guests today. Um, their names are Chris Hadley and Steve Hokey with Texas Cash Home Buyers. Welcome, guys. Hey, hey good morning. Thanks for Thank having you. us. Thank you for being on. I'm really excited. This was one of my favorite ones that I was waiting for because yeah, me too. Different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so first, how was your guys' week and weekend? Was it good? It was great. I guess we, we've been busy, always busy. So he's just been kind of uh, waiting for the, his baby to come. So yeah, so I'm on standstill. Hold. Yeah. So you act like you have like this huge excuse that you can't do any work. <laughs> no, he still does. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> just from home. Yeah, totally pretty much. Joking. It's definitely diff- it's definitely different to uh, juggle that because I'm all about wanting to work 24-7. I just I love our business and I love being able to do um, whatever we can, even with, you know, having a baby. But that's what gives us the ability for me to be able to not do anything if I don't want to is kind of how our business model is. And the idea of just running your own business in general, you know, I mean, I love to be able to just do whatever I want to all day. Yeah. So, you make it sound so amazing. Can I come work amazing. with you guys? Yeah, of course. Come on. <laughs> so, we need an acquisition specialist soon. Yeah, so we do. We're going to acquire some properties with us. Yep. We're looking to hire some more people here pretty soon. Uh, okay. Well, go into that a little bit. Then tell everyone kind of like, um, what is it exactly that you guys do? So we pretty much fix and flip uh, properties, any broken homes. We come in and rehab it. Um, we also wholesale. We're also realtors too. Um, so we help regular uh, residential buyers and sellers. Uh, but right now, our primary uh, business with Texas Cash Home Buyers is fi- uh, fix and flip. Uh, so we got about seven properties yeah. going right now. Um, it's very busy for us right now. So, yeah. Yeah, pretty much is anything all around in, in real estate investing in general. Um, like he, like Stephen was saying, our main uh, model right now is based around flipping homes, um, which we do pretty well. We got seven properties uh, going right now being rehabbed kind of all over the general Houston area. Uh, we do some wholesaling also within our business. Um, we actually do virtual wholesaling as well in Dallas, Austin, San Antonio areas. Um, we haven't started flipping in those areas yet. Our project manager is going to probably start running some projects for us in the Austin area since he's there most of the time anyway, when he's not doing our stuff. So we're, we're looking to venturing out in there. Um, so we hope to be all over Texas um, kind of doing this whole thing everywhere at some so point. So when you say wholesale all over, do you mean like a wholesale house or whole like? Right, exactly. You're pretty okay. much a middle yeah, man for a property. We sell, we yeah. sell the contract to a cash buyer who so wants you, to do the fix and flip. Yeah. Okay. So you find a car, you find a house mm-hmm. and then you sell it to someone that wants to flip it like you guys do. Yeah, exactly. You assign the rights to the contract right. to another yeah. end buyer, basically. Um, now, predominantly, you know, you'll see a lot of wholesalers out there and a lot of them don't do business correctly. And, and that's not even like our main con- main focus of our business, but it's just about, you know, having as many, uh, not tricks, but many different avenues that you can approach a deal to a seller on and help them out in any way, whatever may be best for them. You know, that's why we have our license within our business model. And that's why we talk about it because not every appointment we go on is going to work out for us to buy cash at a lower price and, and flip to make, you know, make it look better because some houses are already decent enough to be put on the market. Um, that's why we have our license that comes into play 
and we can help them on that end as well. It's got to work out for, for the seller and the homeowner because uh, if it doesn't, we don't do any deals where, where it doesn't work for everybody because we just don't do business like that. So, yeah. So how are you guys? I've heard so many horror stories because I've always, I love the fix and flip. I've always wanted to do that. Um, mm -hmm. But I hear so many horror stories, how people get into it and then they just make the wrong decisions or they do it wrong and they go bankrupt or they're, you know, after mm -hmm. so many deals and then they're done. So how have you to been successful of being able to do mm -hmm. it? Yeah. So it's about making money on the buy of the property. Uh, most people yeah, who go exactly. into it and fail, they don't know the numbers. They don't know how to actually equate the numbers on whether it's a, it's a profitable deal or not. Um, and we also yeah. save because we're realtors, we don't have to pay the leasing commission side. So, I mean, that saves 3% on that side. Um, but it's just really coming down to the numbers and knowing if it's a good deal or not from the beginning. Okay. How long have I, you been in doing this? Oh, sorry. Go on. What were you no, I was going to say, the only thing I was going to say is I think the biggest thing where people fail is in their mindset on this type of stuff. And that's anything in general. I mean, everything goes around that. You know, if, if you have your mindset in check, no matter what hurdles you may face or, or whatever, um, you know, you can pretty much make anything happen. There's a solution to every problem out there. Mm -hmm. um, what it, what ends up, you know, killing people in their own endeavors is, is their own mind. That's it. I mean, that's pretty much mm -hmm. just it. No matter what we, I mean, we have a, for an example, Steve and I have a house right now that's been a big tr uh, trouble property. I mean, we bought it knowing it had a little bit of termite damage, but once we got into it, we realized we've probably repaired about 85% of this house so far. And with the way lumber prices are right now and all yeah. the materials are just high, but you know, we could take that and, and let it bother us constantly and just, and say, man, we're, you know, we're losing, well, we're actually probably not going to lose, but we're not getting as much as we want to often, right. but you have to be emotionally disconnected from things in the aspect of that, right? Because you can't be too overly um, involved on the negative aspect and also on the, on the positive side. So, I mean, most of the properties we get, we're pretty good at what we do. Um, I, I would say since we started this, we probably haven't made less than, I don't know, 60 K on, on a house, but it really don't, our margins are pretty phenomenal. Um, and it all goes into effect with everybody within our business that helps us do this. It's not just me and Steve. So it works out pretty good, but we don't just, you know, we don't, we're not attached to that side either. You can't be attached to how much you're making and what you're losing because you got to be neutral with everything and you got to be clear headed and use logic with everything that comes into play. So I think the mindset is the most important key. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, go on. Do you have anything to add? So, yeah. I mean, exactly what he's saying, like just being uh, emotionally detached from outcomes, you know, I mean, we all, this whole roof, <laughs> I mean, it didn't have an attic space or anything. And most people would be, you know, not be able to sleep that night. I, I, I went to sleep just fine because I knew it was yeah. going to work out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, we, we, you know, we might not make as much as we wanted, but we're still going to make cash. So uh, yeah. it is what it is for us. It's just about churning properties as many as we can. Um, you know, if we only make 10 grand on this property, it's OK, because it's just churning properties and creating a, a monthly cash flow for us. And that's yeah, just exactly. really what we're after. So yeah. um, I feel like a mindset is like how you should go into anything in life. If you already Correct. feel like you're going to fail something in the smallest exactly. thing, then it's like why even do it? You know? Right. Exactly. I was, right. Yeah. Um, I was raised a hundred percent Italian on the East coast. So um, mm. <laughs> there is yeah. no failure allowed, like not allowed, <laughs> but like you cannot have that mindset. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You can't, yeah. You, you get kicked down, but there's no option. I've never had that. And I just feel like more kids That's or people great, yeah. should be raised that way. Um, oh, for sure. Because there's, 
I mean, there's things every day in everyday life that can just bring you down. And if you just get that negative attitude, then it's just never going to work. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're a victim and you're sitting around blaming everybody, we could have sat there and blamed the seller for selling us a house with termites. But we (laughs) knew it was part of the game. And we knew there was termites coming into it. We didn't know how deep the termites were. But, you know, we don't blame anybody. We don't sit here and and blame the government because we're paying all these taxes. (laughs) We're trying to figure out ways around it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Don't get me started on people playing the victim. (laughs) I can go on forever. you have to be full you got to be fully accountable for yourself and everything that happens to you throughout the day um you know because i mean a lot we have a lot of say in what happens to us regardless if we want to believe or not we really do um but i think the most important thing is me and steve work on we work on our business a lot but i think what we work on more than that is personal development within ourselves i mean we constantly are just feeling things within our subconscious mind and our brain to develop us make us better people um and I think that's what you have to do. I mean, the business and real estate and, you know, all this stuff is just a vehicle to our long-term goal. But really what we have to do is focus on working on ourselves internally, long-term, no matter what, every day. And that's what's going to really get us to where we want to be. So. Uh-huh. A subconscious is ridiculous. So. I actually read a book on our mm-hmm. subconscious and it mm, is. Good. Very I'll good. have to send you it. Do you, I don't know if you, I'll send yeah. you the title. We of might it, have, but... Which one? What is it called? Power, um, Power of Subconscious Mind? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a great it? book. Yeah, it's a great. Oh my god! I've read a lot of books. You see all the books in the background. That's how I was like looking down at. Like I have so many books. I love reading that type of stuff. Yeah, books. So there's a faster way to get through that conscious and subconscious brain uh, brain barrier, right? So a lot of times, like we could consciously think, "Oh, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be successful," but then our unconscious beliefs come in and say, "Oh, you're not good at anything. You've never succeeded." Yeah. Right. So there's a way Mm -hmm. to slip the beliefs that we want directly into the subconscious mind. And that's what we've kind of done, like uh, hypnosis, uh, constantly running affirmations or subliminal programming. I'm huge on affirmations, meditation. I go to sleep with- um, Yeah, Yeah, exactly. The breathing app or whatever. Oh my gosh. My girls get so mad at me. I have two little girls (laughs) and they're like, I don't want to do, I was like, we are saying your affirmations. (laughs) Don't do this at your dad's house. I was like, well, you're not at your dad's house. Yeah, exactly. It's so important. It's so important, meditation, um, you know, just whatever we can do to positively inflict and impact our subconscious mind to do whatever. I mean, we can literally attain whatever we want to. I mean, it just all starts from there. Ninety percent of what we do comes from the subconscious mind. So mm-hmm. once we get that part down, we can really dominate whatever we want to. And that's good that you recognize that and understand that because most people do not. And when you try to talk to them about it, they don't even know. They don't know, right, Steve? That's what mm-hmm. we always say. So it's like there's yeah, look at you like you're like weird or whatever. I'm like, all right, yeah. Just yeah, like, or even yeah. like I have like the Apple Watch. You just do like literally like the one minute breathing thing changes. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. It. Yeah, there's I can talk it. to you guys forever. So that's that. that's why that's what we really focus on a lot. I mean, we love our business and um, you know we love doing everything we're gonna do. And but our our long term goal is that kind of stuff because that's what we really care about. I mean, we were creating a we're creating a course right now on being an investor uh, where somebody can go online and basically you know download this course from start to finish have no clue what to do on how to be a real estate investor and we're breaking it down from start to finish and how to do it for them um but the first and main important thing is is the mind like it's all about reprogramming your mind and understand how your mind works that's our first module and that's where the foundation starts so that's awesome so like okay this would be this is one of my questions how did you guys get started because as you said investment like not everyone has 
you know, my, not that I, I don't know if you guys did in the beginning, I'm not sure, but you know, like yeah, I always yeah. use like the trust fund baby. Not everyone has like the money coming in. I sure as <clears> didn't, but I would, mm-hmm. yeah, I would love to be an investor or do like flips. So how would you do it the yeah. smart way? So, um, I started off being a realtor actually. So I, I got a degree <laughs> in real estate and that was all the plan from the whole beginning was, okay, this is my stepping stone. I got to build a little bit of capital so I could go flip homes, mm-hmm. but that was a limited belief. I promise you, it doesn't cost as yeah. much to flip a house as most people think. I mean, a lot of our deals, oh, we get the rehab completely financed. I mean, thirty, forty thousand oh, yeah. dollars in rehab. Everything, we don't come everything out of any of that. Everything. So that was one of my limited. Money. I had a very limited belief, thinking, "Well, I have to have all this money to start flipping homes." That's not true. Uh, and for wholesaling, I mean, that's zero dollars down. I mean, usually you just need a a uh, earnest money deposit, and then you're good to go. So when so, you're saying finance, do you finance the renovations and then do you flip that finance back into the amount that you would sell it off to? Exactly. Put it back. Okay. Right. Yeah. We so we private, sell the, go ahead, Chris. No, I was going to say, we just, we use private money for all our deals. I mean, we don't use right, our but own if capital. You would, if so. there were somebody that. Of course. Yeah. I know what you're but, saying now. So like, if yeah. like people were like started, so like after, like for now, you guys probably haven't, do you have investors that now work with in the company or you said private money. So that's the only thing that I, or like your own, like, is that well, private money answer that? <laughs> it's, <laughs> fine. it's financing. It's financing. It's financing okay. for fix and flips pretty much. Oh, okay. so short-term, it, it's usually short-term loans. Yeah, short-term. Oh, okay. See, I don't short-term, know. Short-term, what, basically what you do is you find people. If you don't have money, you got to find people that have money, right? That's just kind of how right. it works. So you go and network and you meet people and you get around people and you smirch yourself around other people that are doing this kind of stuff. And you eventually you'll meet, um, it could be anybody that has a million dollars in a bank, you know, it could just be a normal person. That's a lawyer. could be just a good buddy of yours. could be another investor that has millions of dollars they lend out. Um, so we, you know, we find people that have money like this and, you know, we explain to them this, how the process can work. You know, you give us your money with short-term loan, six months, roughly at a higher interest rate. Um, we'll pay you this certain percentage down and, you know, you're going to get your return back within three or four months after we're done with the house completely. So. I feel like being an agent is one thing about being like, you know, picking an agent for people, your clients are, you know, picking someone that you can trust and understand or can relate to. But this is like a whole other level mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. like someone being able to trust you with a lot of cash, a lot well, of correct. money, or exactly. trusting that you'd yeah. be able to get this house done. Well, you know, the thing yeah. about private money uh, lending is what I like about it is they're not basing it off of your personal like debt and your income. They're not looking at your personal stuff like that they're basing it off the asset of the property. Okay. So they're going to look and say, okay, how much is this property worth? We're, we're willing to lend uh, 70% up to that. Um, and that's how we do our financing. So they lend uh, 50 per, or 70% of what the ARV is, the after rehab value. Um, mm-hmm. And then usually we get in good enough deals to get the 70% covered and the rehab costs. So that's how we're able to come in without paying a little out of pocket. Um, I think one of our deals, we, we, both brought in like what maybe 5k piece was 10k total i think our roi was like what 90k on it i think yeah not it was 92,000 92 yeah 92,000 yeah wow but you guys and like you guys have to also be good humans on top of being good business people well, at least exactly. I, for me like somebody yeah, that yeah, i would have to, to work be. with like i'd have to be like i'd have to like be like okay like i feel like you're a good person and have like that connection with someone and not just feel like mm-hmm. you're being you know smoke blown up your butt well i feel like that's a lot out there too because i see of course yeah i've I've had people call me on um my house and they like wanted to buy it for cash they wanted to give Mm -hmm. me like 
two or 300,000. This is with my ex, but I was like, yeah. but we're, it's not an old house and we're going to get like <laughs> almost six for it. So exactly. it's like, exactly. That's yeah, why so, I said at the beginning, it's got to work for the homeowner too, right? So if we come in, if we can come in, we can evaluate a property of them, you know, less than five minutes, three minutes, all we really need. Yeah. We go in there and we can tell right off the bat, just from talking to the person, what their situation is, um, you know, how can we be a best service to them? Because we got to find out what's going on in their life to cause this situation to happen. You know, why are we even here? What causes us to get here? Um and then we could tell right off the bat if it's going to work or not. Because if it's not going to work, we don't even waste our time and their time to even give them a low ball offer and insult them. We don't even do it. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's nice having your license, too, because in your situation, if you wanted to sell, but obviously your house is not distressed and no. you don't have a it lot of debt. It was built in 2017. You know? so, <laughs> yeah. You got to build relationships and build yeah. rapport. You got to care about people. You know, it's just the way it is, because if you don't, you can screw people over as much as you want to for a period of time, but it's going to come back. Karma always come get you. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, that's why we fully believe in this philosophy of living life to be the best person we can be. Yeah. So, yeah. Karma and bad juju. I don't want it. Like if sure. I have water yeah, I don't in my cart and I walk out of Walmart <laughs> or like grocery store, I feel so bad. I turn back around and pay for it. My girls are like, what are you doing? I was like, no. Mm -mm. Yeah. yeah. It'll come back on you for sure. I agree. Yes. Private private money yeah. is good because private money it's maybe based off the asset, but it's good because it's based off the personal connection you have with the person too. So like our private right. lenders got huge trust in us. Um, when I send him a deal and we we tell him about everything, he doesn't even question us. He just knows that we're going to commit, and he trusts us a hundred percent. He and he likes us how we are because we all hang out on a personal level. It's not just business transactions. So um you got to have that trust i mean if somebody's going to give you millions of dollars at a time you know or you know five hundred thousand dollars of their own cash they get any they want to trust you it's just got to okay, be the so way it is this is my next question because i totally agree with that and i've also heard you know you said i like, got on a personal level and um <clears throat> mm -hmm. how do you guys make it work as friends and as business partners because some people it can go south we're open we talk communication, about communication constructive criticism we treat yeah, it like exactly. a relationship. We treat it like a yeah. relationship. We really do. Like me and Steve talk. I mean, a little background on us. We didn't just come into this together. Uh, we were in the Marine Corps together back in, you know, early 2010-ish to okay. 2016 time. We spent six years together. We in the same unit together. We were both infantry. We both went to Afghanistan. So we kind of knew each other. But we also knew who we used to be and how we are now. So we know each other's right. past. And, and we know we've both gone through. We've both kind of been there. Yeah. Um, and we both deeply care on a metaphysical level about personal development. And uh, we treat our business partnership as a relationship as well. Open communication. We talk pretty much as much as we would talk to our significant others. Um, mm -hmm. We don't fight each. Yeah, you have to. I mean, there's no other way around a partnership. It's just like you in a marriage. It has to be yeah. like that. We've had disagreements, but we talk about them. We communicate about them. We're receptive to each other. We're understanding we're not fighting for, you know, we're not fighting each other on trying to be, you know, we're not competing against each other, basically. Yeah. Because well, ultimately, all, yeah. So. Like, thank you guys. Milton, yeah, no problem. Yeah, has military no has a huge, like, huge spot in my heart. Um, I have a lot of law enforcement <clears throat> in my family and military, so thank you. No but, problem um, at all. Yeah, but like constructive criticism, I don't feel like people. Oh, that too. It, it goes yeah. back to being victims. Most people can't do that. And they can't. And I want to take himself. responsibility. So like if he calls me out, like, hey man, uh, you know, maybe we should do it this way, or it's a better habit to do it this way. I'm like, hey, I'm all open for it because right. now you just made me a little bit more self-aware of myself. And exactly. it goes back to both ways. Exactly. You know, sometimes 
My and that's where it comes to us being able to communicate and get mm -hmm. things off of our chest. Most people bottle things up and then the relationship goes sour because they can't really get something off the chest. Yep. So yeah, exactly. rather than us holding something, we, we talk about it. And we're also thinking <laughs> exactly. the same, though. We're both, you know, programming our mind. Yeah. Um, so we're on the same, I guess, wavelength, I guess you could yeah. say, you know, we're on the same frequency. I feel we're like a lot of people are very like they don't want to hear that their opinion or that their way of thinking is right. I mean, is wrong. It's like a wrong, huge gut yeah. punch, but yeah, I exactly. feel like that's a great friendship and business. Like you guys are like family as well. Like I want yeah. someone like in my life, my friends, everything, like tell me the truth. I, yeah. I may like be like mother, son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't yeah, breathe. Yeah. You just punched me in the gut, but you know what? Yeah. You're a thousand percent right. That yeah, and, is yeah. the only way a relationship or a business partnership would work. You have to have respect for 100%. each other as well. Absolutely. Yeah, constructive criticism, like you said, is it's very important. You have to be able, if you're not aware, you have to be able to take the criticism from somebody else who can see outside of yourself. And, mm -hmm. and they're not saying it to hurt your feelings. They're saying it to let you become more self-aware of yourself. Right. So can you tell mm -hmm. my daughter that when I'm my oldest? When I tell <laughs> That's a little bit harder. Yeah. That's a little harder. I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same it's thing the same in a marriage, concept, too. Though. It's the same thing yeah, in a, in a, in a regular is. marriage, also. Most people... Yeah. You know, they can't get over whatever insecurities they have, right? They can't talk yeah. about it with their spouses. I mean, we're just pretty much open. And I'm not scared to sit there and, and say, like, how I feel about something. Like, hey, man, I felt yeah, like exactly. you're kind of on an outreach on that. You know, you reached a little bit too yeah. far on that. Mm -hmm. And there's no problem with that. So, yeah. I mean, it's I think it's very rare really to find, though. Right, especially in males. Especially in males. Yeah. Males are, we're, we're, we're different in the way we've been taught and ingrained in our entire biology has been put to shove emotions down don't talk about things don't be vulnerable mm -hmm. um, and we're both we're both you know infantry marines talking about this stuff you know like i know we're, we we've been in the worst spot to be told that and and we were but that's just programming we realized that you know we can take control of that kind of stuff and we realize that being open and vulnerable is what real men do really yep. and actually so. um you saying that one of our um good friends he's mm -hmm. in swick in the navy and mm. Okay. that's how him and his i don't want to say team um my god i can't think of the word anyways that's yeah, how they all talk squad? yeah the squad their squad there you go that's how all their squad it talks is like how you but this is i mean they've been in it for 15 years you know what i mean like it's not like the younger ones but like how you guys are talking it's crazy like i feel like this is great and it should be talked more open about business oh, yeah. partners 100%. and how things can be more yeah. successful because people's their egos get in the way and it's like exactly it's like why Ego. like you're successful Ego's i'm successful thing then we can all be successful together. And it's like, not about me, 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 which is what our society I feel like is mm -hmm. starting to be. Don't get me right. started on that millennial stuff. People, yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole different thing. It's just, you know, be adults about things um, yeah. and stop trying to disempower each other. You know, everybody should just yeah. be empowering each other. That's all it's about. So, so. Um, you guys have earlier, sorry, I digressed a little bit, but you guys have project um, managers. Do you have like con um, contractors that do certain things? Like, do you have like a roofer, specific roofer you go to and, you know, ins insulation? Or so something? we have a contractor who handles uh, most of the general construction. Okay. But uh, Chris has some good contacts with like HVAC and roof. So, and foundation. Yeah. So when it comes to those three big things, we go to outside third-party people, but for everything else inside the house, for the framing or for whatever the bathrooms and the kitchen we have a, a general contractor that handles all that for us so you have like a so, like a team for the most part of the ones that you you would go to 
if something does like yeah, yeah exactly okay. mm -hmm. yeah. yeah right yeah we've got a project manager that runs all of our projects um because we're actually looking to transition to i mean as we do more of these things we want to do big big projects like we want to get in a bigger multifamily and, and bigger commercial stuff so um eventually we're going to transition into creating our own construction company incorporated with our business and that's a whole other thing we're trying to get through it's going to take a little time but right now we have our main project manager who handles all of our projects um our roofer is actually a guy that went to afghanistan with us also in the marine corps with us so he's okay. our you know close yeah we, we give him all the business for the roofs and he you know he, it's great it's perfect you know you just build these good mm -hmm. relationships with people you know and i'm real big on connecting with the people that work under me regardless of how far down they are i mean i go and talk to project manager all of his contractors underneath him you know, we spend time with them. We give them like little gifts. We take them out for dinner, mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. You got to take care of people and care about how them. That's how they mm -hmm. do better for you. Yeah. yeah the most important thing though, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but the most important thing is when, when you're building a business, uh, you got to make sure that you're working on the business and not getting stuck working in the business, doing the mundane yeah. stuff every single day. So we've That's built true. systems yeah. that kind of automated everything, right? We have a project mm -hmm. timeline that we go into. And okay, well, the first thing we're gonna do is foundation. We have three days to do the foundation. And we go line by line for every little thing that we have to do to fix the house. And we, we come up with a timeline and then we give that to our general contractor. So it's kind of hands off for us at this point. I mean, Chris, um, that's kind of his role in the business is, is following up more with the general contractor and staying on top of him with everything. Um, but it, I mean, it's, for the most part, we pretty much have all of our, our, our systems automated. So. Once, once we yeah. do one thing, it passes on to the next thing. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's nice. We couldn't do it by ourselves though. It's, it's, you know, like our project manager is a phenomenal person. He's just a great human being. You know, he's very, he's good at his job and he's probably one of the best ones that we've ever come across. Um, and we couldn't do it without him or people underneath him. It's not, you know, we got to have all these people um, in place, but as, along with physical employees, just like he was saying, systems are like employees. It's very important and they run like they're supposed to, we can do everything we're supposed to do efficiently as business owners. Yeah. So you have to learn how to delegate. Yeah. A lot of people want to do it by themselves. That's it. Right. Yeah. And another point that like you guys, it, yeah, egos, egos is, hor <laughs> yeah, exactly. is a horrible thing. <laughs> but yeah. another important point you guys just said is that you trust the people that you work with and you care about them yeah. on a, a different level. And yeah. that's kind of like mm -hmm. how our team is at Brian and Brian. They actually mm -hmm. care about you. Like I, I broke my leg. And mm -hmm. I couldn't drive for four and a half months. And they weren't one time being like, okay, you got to find another, like, they're like, okay, what do you need from me? How am I yeah. going to be able to help you? And so it's, it's nice to see that there's other companies out there as well. Yeah, that's I great. That. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you guys have any words of advice for people starting or like where to go? Or when are you guys getting that <clears throat> your investing program out? Or are you still working on it? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, still, still, working on we're that. still working on it. It'll probably take, I mean, it takes a lot of stuff and it's got to be good content. And it's got to yeah. be, you know, everything's got to be done correctly because if somebody wants to go on there and if you wanted to look at it and learn how to do stuff, you want clean material that's not garbage, especially if you're going to be paying for it and really wanting to learn the adepts of the stuff. So it'll probably take us, you know, probably the next half of this year, probably to fully finalize and get done. That makes sense. So, yeah. Well, thank you guys for being on the show today. I had yeah, a, I could talk you. a lot longer on this. Oh yeah, for sure. We definitely could too. Yeah, um, for sure. 
But thank you once again for being on the show. And I hope everyone has a great day. And remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, please check out our website at inspectorteam.com for Brian and Brian Inspections. See you guys next Sounds time. Sounds good. For thank sure. you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Bye, Lauren.